0: On a beautiful January evening in Boca Raton, Florida, many years ago, we took our visiting snowbird guests from New York to a local kosher restaurant. I'll never forget the excitement at a nearby table where a group of parents and their children were celebrating their success at getting Disney World tickets at a discount. You see, some of the theme parks charge less money for children under 10. And even though some of the kids at the table had already celebrated their bar or bat mitzvah, let's just say they looked younger than their age. And the parents were literally bragging how they passed their 12 and 13 year old children off as under 10, saving a bundle of money. I remember wondering to myself, you know, day school education at that time was around 15, 16, $20,000 a year per child. And in those schools, their kids were learning that our words matter, midvar sheker terchak, that we must be truthful and that lying is wrong. How did they not see that saving a few dollars at the ticket booth risked the education, the money that they were investing every year in giving their children a wonderful experience? It seemed to me that those tickets were perhaps the most expensive disney tickets that anyone had ever purchased how did their children feel at the ticket booth seeing their parents their role models lying and stealing can you put a price on the cost of losing your children's belief that your word is credible jewish tradition places great emphasis on the power of words We're told that God used words to create the world, Ba'asara mamarot nivraho olam, with ten utterances was the world created. And the Kabbalah many times asserts that words build worlds and words can destroy worlds. These are not slogans or cliches. The impact of our words have real consequences. Look no further than our Parsha, Parshat Mikates for a startling example about words. Yosef subjects his brothers to a harsh test, framing Binyamin by planting his royal goblet in Binyamin's bag to see how his other brothers will react when Binyamin is accused of theft. The brothers' initial response reflects total confidence that none of them have committed such a heinous crime. Asher ye matzei ito Avadacha, mate. Whichever of your servants the goblet is found, that one will die. Wait a minute. Those words sound so familiar. It's because we heard a similar declaration in Parsha Vayishlach, when Yaakov, certain that no one in his caravan had stolen Lovin's idols, declares, anyone with whom you find your gods Shall not remain alive. And as we learned then, the results were tragic, ending with Rachel's death. And yet, Yaakov's sons now make a strikingly similar declaration. You know, often children, when they are in similar circumstances as their parents, repeat the same words, the same actions. Yaakov is confronted. And when he's confronted, he says, Whoever did this will not remain alive. And when the children are confronted, They use the same language. And when the goblet is found in Binyamin's sack, the brothers are shattered, for they realize that with their own words, they have condemned their youngest brother to death. To the brothers' credit, and to Yosef's pleasant surprise, they don't let words doom Binyamin. And that begins the healing process between Yosef and his brothers. The words we use with anyone, anywhere, have repercussions. Words matter. What we say carries a life longer than we remember. So let us choose our words carefully. Let us use them to build ourselves, to build our families, to build our communities, to build the world at large. Shabbat Shalom.